Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because... It can bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. This is good. This This is is good. Uh, this is the best book. It's the I mean, best book. we wrote it, but it's still one of the best books. I mean, George R. R. Martin writes the Game of Thrones series, you know, yeah. and it's amazing. I'm sure he goes, I'm an amazing writer. He he has the oh, right to say that. I'm sure that George R. R. Martin picks up his book all the time and just does a little reading before bed and goes, God damn, I wrote a good book. Quentin Tarantino actually really loves his own movies and likes watching his own movies because he makes it for himself. And I thought that was interesting. I was actually there was actually a, a clip on TikTok where he was on a podcast, and it's like, so what movies have you liked in the past few years? I don't want to talk about other people's movies. I want to talk about what I want to talk about, or whatever the fuck he says. See, I respect that because I don't want to talk about anyone else's book. I just want to talk about our book. Yep. Which is uh, Super Mega Saves the Troops. It's good. It's, it's book number one. We are going hopefully on a writing retreat in the. Next month. Somewhat near future. I don't want to. I don't want to commit just in case life happens because it always seems hey, to happen. To quote John Lennon, "Life is what happens while you're busy making other plans." Hey. Bah, 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 you know, that's nice. Hey Ryan, uh, random page number. Give me a page number. Oh, sixty-nine. Have we done that one before? Might have done that one. Uh, sixty-nine. Well, we don't have four hundred and twenty pages. We at least have to get the next the one. The last. The last page one to be four twenty. Dude, should we just resume the page number in the next book? So, so <laughs> it, it, pa- page one of the next book will actually be page uh, two twenty eight. Um, it was morning, or was it? The boys sat up from their bunks at the exact same time. The pain in each other's eyes could only remind them that the events of the day prior hadn't just been a bad dream. Watching spoiler, 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 spoiler. We'll be docking in Japan soon. Better get ready, Ryan said. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, nice. Didn't even hit the picture frame. This this painting. I think it tilted, you know, it did well, something to it. Look at this. Look at this this lovely painting that someone brought me on tour. Uh I I thought I would show it off. It's a nice painting of us. It did break in you half. You can say who it is. I don't know. I don't want to say who it is. You can. I just don't want to be the one to say it. That's fine. I just think Whatever. I'll say it. Your dad hasn't painted in a while. I think it's just... I don't think you have to call him a fan, though. I think... It's just easier that he hasn't, way. He hasn't, it's, it's easier. He used to do it for a living, and I know he's been trying to get back into it. Well, I think that's a great... It was a great start. It was a great attempt. Um, Looks I, like it's a beautiful... It's, it's a great it's painting. Beautiful. And the color is uh, out, is impeccable, outstanding. And the color is wonderful. Um... But anyway, guys, uh, enough about my father. Yes. Welcome back to... The Super Mega Cast. That's right. We got the sign and everything to prove it. Don't touch the sign, man. We don't have um, the official, uh, you know, benchmark or anything like that. 
but benchmarker super super mega cast or super mega show on twitter doesn't have official oh yes you know a lot this is the first content ryan and i are recording together since uh in almost a month last time we recorded some content was uh end of october yeah and then I went on tour for my silly little shindigs and, and sea shanties, but I'm back now. And a lot has happened. A lot has happened in the world. A lot has happened. Uh, you know, we got Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Elon Musk. We've had Twitter, but yes, uh, Elon Musk was uh, held to his word uh, by law. I, I'm I, right. It was by law, which I think is stupid because I think <laughs> if you're that rich, you should be able to avoid the laws. Of course. I mean, here and there. Yeah, but that one, that one, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm personally glad that Elon has Twitter now, um, because I, for one, am glad that comedy is legal. I'm glad <laughs> yes. that we can finally be funny on Twitter again. Um, and as long while. as it's not making fun of him, uh, which I get, I totally get. You know, I don't like when people make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has been a big, this has been a big uh, champion, uh, champion. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a big, a big thing for free speech. Uh, it's it's epic for for free. It's speech. epic for free speech. It's, it's big. definitely yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, Elon is one uh, the most socially capable person I've seen, especially from his like performance on SNL. And people say why why you know people make fun of him for that, and I say you know show show me a rich billionaire that has. Award women, oh, uh, award-winning charisma. None of them can't find one. They're all, you know, a little bit. Yeah, you know, they're a little <laughs> bit. But Elon is not. No, Elon is fully socially capable and funny too. He uses. That. Oh, did you see that Pepe meme? Yes, I did. I I've never seen a billionaire that funny, to be no. honest. No, and I'm and I'm. He's a meme lord. Yes. What more can you ask? And and he's championing free speech, as exactly. you said earlier. That's what I was trying to say. I just was wording it poorly. Uh, you can say he's a champion for he's free He's a champion speech. of free speech. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's good to have Elon uh, in power. Well, sorry, in more power than he had because he was he was already a... He, in medieval times, Elon would be like the lord of a very rich kingdom. And here's the thing. Um, I think that uh, anyone who says otherwise is a dumbass, but having the world's richest man be in sole control over uh, the biggest social media site in the world, uh, if you say that that's not good for free speech, then you're simply just an arrogant idiot. Yes. Um, I think it speaks for itself, just like Elon does when he posts his memes. And I love it. Oh, they're funny. $8. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to be $8. That'll be $8, holding out the, the for money. Yeah, right? how about 8 Dogecoin, more like? <laughs> <laughs> That's my new laugh. I'm testing it out. I like it. It sounds good. Okay. Is does it sound genuine? It sounds great. Very genuine. Are you sure? Very, yeah. I don't You don't want to come off as not genuine. I mean, I I liked the old one, and what I'm worried is people might say, "Oh, they've changed." You know, yeah. Super Mega's changed, but, but you got to change You got to change with the times, I mean, you know. Breaking Bad, it, it wasn't they didn't just stay in the RV the whole the whole That's series. That's true. That's true. That's true. And I didn't get mad when they changed it out. It's Mm-mm. part of the story progression. It's linear. Exactly. And also, Ryan, you know, we're coming up on seven years of Super Mega Jesus in in, in five months. So That's something I know. So I, so what I'm saying is, you know, we got to change with the times. And um, well, better way to do that. I'm gonna be a good friend. Got a bat in the cave. Thanks for telling me that, man. Of course, man. That was, I, w- I looked like an idiot, probably. No, you didn't. Luke probably zoomed in on it. Yeah, he probably did. Was it hanging out there for a while. Well, I noticed it like pretty close to when I said it, but it was wasn't just sitting there the whole time. I yeah, I don't think it was that noticeable. Do you want to restart? No, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it happens to everyone. No, of course. Like the other day when we were cleaning the office, and Jim goes, "Oh, by the way, you've had some red shit around your mouth for forty-five minutes." <laughs> well, we oh we, and everyone noticed it, but no one told me, and I was we like, "We all thought it was like an like an acne thing." No, it was just some red shit. <laughs> we didn't and know I said, that. And I said, thanks, guys. At least Jim is is brave enough to tell me. And then I said, wait, no. You just said for 45 minutes, which means you've noticed it for 45 minutes and just now said something. So. I saw something. Like, I'm not going to notice. Like, If someone has like a little bit of acne, I'm like, oh, shit, dude. You have some acne. You should take care of that. That's what a good friend does. <laughs> hey, man, you've got a really big zit on your face. You should take care of it. I, got, I could go get some pimple patches for you. The funny thing, though, was... Uh, 
Jim had also had something in his teeth for, for like an hour or two. And I said, I said, see, Jim, I'm a good friend. And I'll tell you, you have something in your teeth. He goes, what? <laughs> so got it. Got his ass. Got him. Got him. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, we're, uh, done with Thanksgiving and now we are full blown holiday season. We've been, uh, we've we been had a wonderful Thanksgiving, wonderful Thanksgiving, a great feast. We had our little Friendsgiving. We cooked up some ham. We had some stuffing. Luke made his vegan, his mom's vegan stuffing. You made your mom's famous Southern broccoli salad. Yes, and people are going to... Loved it. It, it. Here's what it is, all right? And maybe some of y'all's moms make this. Ready? It's just broccoli chopped up, uh, golden raisins, bacon, like chopped bacon, and then uh, you could put some shredded cheese in it. I forgot that. Maybe some onion, some red onion. But yeah. And then and then it's all... It's it's in a... It's it's in a, a mayonnaise-based dressing I made with, with apple cider vinegar and sugar and mayonnaise. And you, mm-hmm. you toss it up. Sounds gross, but it's all right. I, it, it was no, it was no Ann Watson's uh, uh, broccoli salad. Well, it never but. is gonna be it. Like, like I'm never, <clears throat> me or my mom will never 100% get down Oma's rice. It's my grandmother's rice. It's just, it's literally just dirty rice. Just like she dropped it on the way in, <laughs> scooped it back into the thing. No, like, uh, like ground. If she did. Beef would you notice? With a, it, no, because it tastes so good. Might have happened before. I love. That's my favorite dish in all of in all of human history. I've always wanted to try it, man. One of these days, it. I got to come uh, have Thanksgiving at the old uh, McGee household. <laughs> you should try uh, try Oma's rice. You should, you should come as uh, my partner. Yeah, imagine, imagine that. <laughs> um, mm. But uh, yeah, now, so, now I'm just paranoid. I have boogers everywhere. I, I, you want me to do a check? <sighs> I look at me, dude. No. Okay. Oh. Yeah, Shit. on this side though. Just go look in the mirror. I gotta go blow my nose. I told you, if you keep doing that much coke before the podcast, it's gonna show up. Well, I thought that it would just drip out. <sighs> just big white drips out of your nose? Yeah, but uh, I guess it's a time for me to talk about tour. Um, I just did my first uh, solo tour for music. Um, thank you to everyone that came. I had an absolute blast. Best two weeks of my year. Um, the shows were super fun. Everyone that came was super nice, uh, except for you. You know who I'm talking about. Um, Derek. Don't, don't name him. Don't name him. Don't name him. I blew my nose. Actually, I want to restart the podcast. Really? Mm-hmm. We can. Yep. <laughs> no. We can if you want no. to. I get it. No, I don't. I mean, that's so embarrassing. I don't. It's it's humiliating. I know. And it's gross. But I'll take it for the. I'll take one for the team. I also shit my pants in one of the recent. That podcasts, is true. Too. That's true. I mean, I feel gross lately. I've been eating bullshit again. Uh, I haven't been, like, going to the gym as much. Eating is my main problem. Well, I just feel gross. So, like... It was Thanksgiving this, week This is in week. line with how I feel recently. I've just gained a... snot dripping from your nose, crusted around, shitting in your pants. Weight. You're gaining weight? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't notice. Thanks, man. You know, Ryan, I see old videos. You'd and be I, a good husband. I... Imagine that. That's a good skill to have. Yeah, imagine. I that. don't notice a thing. You know, I tell her, but but goddamn it, she is getting those love handles. I'm just not attracted to her anymore, to be honest. That's a real problem in marriages. And you know what you should do? That's tell them to lose some damn when you weight, have kids. Yeah, unless it's a C-section. Your body becomes repulsive. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I would never uh, permit my wife to have to to bear children. I would never I would never permit her to bear my seed because she'd become gr- <laughs> she'd become gross and fat and she'd get a you know saggy breasts from them getting chewed and sucked on puffy nipples. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with some puffy nipples. Nothing's wrong with any nipple mm. except for actually Ryan. There are some nipples I've seen that there there's definitely something wrong with it. Jim's Jim's nipples are. Okay, well, we're, that one's not even a joke. People say, like, it's a bit like we're lying about employees, but no, like, this one's... Oh, I thought you meant your stepdad. No, no. I'm talking about Jim. Have, has he shown you it? Has he taken off his shirt around you? Yeah. Okay, so you've seen them. Usually he has them taped back, though, when I see them. <laughs> Just thinking how long and thick they would have to be to be taped Your stepdad, back. if I'm not mistaken, I swear to God, I've seen a picture of him shirtless, and I remember being like, he's got long nipples. <laughs> yeah, they're always erect. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're thick and they're erect. They're thick and it's like, uh, it's like uh, if they made uh, bigger Tic Tacs. They're like dots. Remember those chewy little gumdrops? Well, it's a part of uh, how each generation is slowly changing. You know, past generations had bigger nipples because they were more closely resembling udders, but... 
Right. They, we we don't need that. Anymore. They they're getting nipples are getting smaller these days. You know, it's got small. soon. We're not going to have any nipples at all. I'd be fine with that. And What's it's just going to be a hole. What a hole? Yeah. Why why would there be a hole there? Because the milk has to come out of somewhere. That's true. It's a little tiny hole. So you're saying no more breasts either. Eventually. That's a world I don't want to live in, brother. Eventually, you'll just become just like this sack that like gives birth to another sack that then lives off of it because humanity's gonna get fucked and that's going to be the kind of organism that is generated from it. I do wonder what, if humanity's around in 10, 50,000 years, what humans will look like. Because there will be some differences. Dude, but I'm... also evolution takes so long. I think the biggest difference is I think everyone's skin tone will be, I think, I, I think they said that at some point everyone's skin tone will end up being the same. With, with enough uh, intermingling of, of skin tones, it eventually all just becomes a... A dull gray. Yeah. Gray would be cool. Which is a, a fairly odd parents episode. Really? Mm-hmm. Where everyone's skin tones become the same? Yeah, they all become a gray blob because uh, Timmy's being picked. I, I can't remember. It's like he wants everyone to look the same and everything. He's like, I wish everyone was the same. So no one can pick on him for his differences. Mm. But then he's different. But he's then the he, only different one. But then he realizes... It's not the outside that's wrong with people. It's their inside. So there's still awful people that exist. Maybe that's the theme of that episode. Or maybe it's just life's better when people have personality. Maybe it's a combination. It's been so long since I've seen the Fairly Odd. Is there parents. also a thing where it's like now he is the only one that's different, which makes it even worse? No, he's a gray blob. Oh, too. he's a gray blob as well. Okay. Yeah. I see. I think that uh, you know, there's a theory that gray aliens are just us from the future. Mm -hmm. um, they're time travelers and they're gray because humanity, that's what humans look like tens of, of, of millions of years down the line. Do you think, how long realistically do you think humanity's got? Do you think humans will go extinct in the next million years? Yes. You don't think that we're going to end up in space? We might. I, I, feel I doubt, I think that we'd crumble before we get to the point where we could realistically be able to do that in a capable manner. I don't think that we're like stable enough as a species with war and everything and just human nature. I don't think we're capable enough to to achieve the point where we can get everyone in space. There'd be too much. There'd still be a lot of tribalism in, in those small groups that would go. But like in terms of like humanity on Earth, part of me is like, I don't even, I. it's hard for me to imagine a thousand years from now. We're butchering the planet. No, I mean, the rate that we're butchering the planet, a thousand years from now, I don't even think we would still be able to live here. But it's just kind of like... Look at the damage. Th things come and go. And, like, humans... Who's to say that we're supposed to, like, be here until the end of Earth's life cycle? Well, that's like four billion years. No, I now, know, so. I know. So I don't... I don't I, there will be a time where, like, there are no more humans and there is something else or we get hit by a big fucking asteroid or some shit, I'm sure, but... Yeah, it's hard for me to picture a thousand years from now. I'm sure we could make it. it I just, my view would be like a be very like grim future. Like Wally. Yeah. Because like, think all the damage that we've done to the planet has been in the last 200 years. Well, so, it's also like the population is growing and growing and growing. Just hit 8 billion. Yeah. When we started Super Mega, what was the, what was the human and it's, population? And that just means it's going to be exponential. It, it, it is exponential. Not, We're supposed to hit fucking... Um, we're supposed to hit uh, 50 billion in our lifetime, apparently. <laughs> and I just don't see how we're going to be able to provide space and resources for all of those people if we already can't with what we have now and we haven't been for year, like decades and decades and decades. Yeah, so there were seven point. Five billion when we started Super Mega. Now there's eight billion. Hundreds of centuries. I don't of, see humanity surviving at the current rate. It's I think a lot would just have to change. Yeah, but I, I don't. I'm not optimistic enough to believe that that change is possible. So what do you give us? Can, what, like, do you think like a thousand years from now we'll still be around? Realistically, I feel like, and you know, I don't have any like data to base this off. This is just my own personal thing. I think a thousand years from now. The human population would be incredibly small, and it would be very, like, post-apocalyptic, and it'll be a lot of people fighting for resources and killing each other a lot. Just to say what happens in a thousand fucking years. Who knows? We could, we could have crazy technological and societal advancements and then flourish and then have space colonies. and It's like 15 to 20 generations. 
but I feel like I feel like civilizations like if life like humanity on earth I feel like it's I feel like there's there's billions of that around the universe and then I feel like they all hit this point where it's like it's kind of like the fork in the road where it's like do they progress and become like a space faring civilization that can continue without dying off or do they wreck their planet and all just die and war I don't and shit? think we're space faring well with Elon I mean I guess there's like a lot of techno I guess there's a lot of technology that's spread out that if brought together, like, you know, you hear breakthroughs in terms of people being able to, like, grow meat in a lab and shit like that. Or to, like, clone animals. We're so, we're so far. F- I saw NASA said this week that there will be people working and living on the moon by 2030. And I'm like, no way. They always say, they always say that. Like, Elon's like, by, 20, by 2030 we'll have people working on Mars. And I'm like, no, we're not. There's absolutely no way. Like... No. <laughs> I watched a video about why we will never actually colonize Mars, and it was just, like, about the logistics of it. And it's it's too expensive. There's too much has to go into it. It's possible, just not in our lifetime. I don't I don't think that we're going to colonize Mars. In our, I, think we'll, I think in our lifetime we'll see people walk Is on Mars. Is it too much of a defeatist attitude to just be— to just kind of have the feeling of we are too far gone in, like— no matter what mass effort, there's no mass effort big enough that would be able to solve the problems of well, what's think, going on. I think the the problems are there's. I think that the things that are needed to make change are are in, humans, are people. But but the way to actually make the change, I feel like, is in the hands of of people that won't ever make that change because it comes it's down run to by like money. an individual. Yeah, it runs down to like excessively rich people. Not Elon is excluded from this, but it, it comes into like excessively rich people and corporations that could, that are the ones that would need to make the change, but they're not going to. So we're just kind of along for the ride. We can reduce our carbon footprint and all that stuff, but will it actually make a difference? Who's to say? Probably not. If I use a paper straw or a plastic straw, will that affect where humanity will be in a thousand years? I don't think so. But if companies change the way corporations they manufacture... Yes, and, and goods and, and and how they go about gaining services, because we are uh, we're at like the point of no return with the climate, I believe. Yeah, like they always say it's like right on the edge, but I but I I've seen a lot saying that it's like it's too late. Is there like some sort of like doomsday clock that uh, people who know more about the whole like climate shit than I do, of course, like is there some sort of just like, yeah, in a hundred years, things are going to be fucked. Because also you have to think about in another thousand years, if climate change is going the way it's going, that's also less land for that many people. Like, land is shrinking and people are growing. Yeah. So, do you think it's just going to come to, like, a disease? Like, a disease is going to have to, like... Well, if I'm COVID... Not... If COVID... Uh... If COVID was a disease that it was super deadly, like like if like the death rate was higher, like if it was a disease that if you got it, you're almost guaranteed to die, which it was for a, a portion of the population. But if it was for like everyone where it's like it was for a lot of people, it was just like a cold. I had it. I had I had no symptoms. Yeah. But it's like if if it was something that like you had very little chance of surviving, like the black plague, the bird in, flu. Yeah, exactly. It's like we would dude. if COVID had been that deadly like to that degree like think about how much of the population would have been wiped out in the last few years and it just kind of like happened Mm -hmm. i think what scared me the most about covid was was seeing people's reactions just to like because because at the end of the day it should be looking out for themselves they're not looking out for the greater it 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 should be an effort like it should be like a global effort to protect humanity but it, it it ended up just being fighting about but it's always a fuck uh, yours, get mine type of shit. Exactly, yeah. So it like, made me really worried. Oh, I thought you were referencing when people just bought out stores. That too. Which, like, you get because there's large families and they want to make sure they're good because they don't have know how long this lasts. And, like, they feel like they're this is a responsible choice for them. So who am I to judge them for? But at the same time, it is frustrating because it does come with the lack of essential just household items that other families won't be able to get. Just because one, there's a shortage, and then two, someone 
like one or three people bought up the whole aisle. Right. Yeah. So freaky, freaky shit. You know, you have uh, to use leaves. Gonna have to weave grass clippings together to make your toilet paper now. A day, like me and Ryan do. Yeah, we have cleaner assholes than ninety percent of you guys. Yep. Uh, mine's still hairy though. So is mine. But here's the thing: you could sniff our assholes right now, and it'd probably smell smell like an asshole. Not if you bidet the shit out of it. Which, I mean, assholes don't smell like nothing. Mine does. <laughs> I doubt that. Mine smells like lavender. <laughs> you want to smell it? So it does smell like something. Yes. Bidets are, the, are God's greatest gift to humanity. Whenever I go home, it's the, it's the, besides Lego, it's the one thing I miss the most. Sorry, Lego. What about me? Huh? Okay. <laughs> Matt, Matt, I see you. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. All right, we're going to go to ads. <laughs> I just thought. <laughs> I thought we, I, I thought. You I just know. thought maybe, oh, I'm sorry you see me so much. <laughs> maybe you'll start seeing me a little less then. All right, go to ads, Luke. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Matt, something to talk about. We're back from ads. Yeah, I want to talk about, so on Super Mega Videos, which is extended, <laughs> to, <laughs> it's extended to my videos as well is, you know, it's it's uh, very common for all of the top comments to be like, wow, you know, I'm so proud of Ryan for carrying on after Matt's passing and getting such a close look-alike um, to, to replace him. And I think those comments are very funny. You guys get creative with them. I personally love those. I love those. You're going to see more now that you mentioned. Well, I, I, I've always, we've just always had that trend for the last few years, the comments where it's like, it was. This was great. It was weird that they brought this up for the rest of the video, but yeah. you know, it's their choice. We're just basically gaslighting the rest of the comments. So I woke up um, the other morning, and I had a bunch of messages from people I went to church with in my hometown, including the father of uh, one of my friends growing up. Uh, and these messages ranged from "Matt, are you okay?" Uh, to <laughs> "Bro, please, God, please tell me this isn't real, please." And I'm like, what "The fuck is going on?" I see that uh, someone that I was, uh, or I, I'm friends with on Facebook that I grew up with, uh, saw one of those comments on a video, and uh, took it at face value. Went on Facebook and posted uh, how they were heartbroken at my passing, fully, fully honest. Like they posted they, like screenshots of. They like, posted screenshots of the comments and stuff, <clears throat> and were saying like, "Please tell me this isn't true. I'm so heartbroken right now." Like. I, I like I loved you. Uh, goodbye, rest in peace. And you commented on it. Well, post. it was up for hours before I saw it, <laughs> which meant that a lot of people in my hometown that I went Did to. Did you go to the school, comments? There weren't any comments, luckily. Ah, oh, that's that kind of sucks. There's like, there's Did that whole thing care? of like, don't you want to show up to your own funeral? Yeah, type but, of situation. But I, I saw that, and I'm like, great. How many people have seen this and now think that I'm dead? That I that I grew up with. Um, so I, I had to go through all the messages I'd received and be like, nope, I'm alive. And they're like, dude, me and my whole family were freaking out for like an hour thinking you were dead. So uh, we thought, you guys got someone. You guys got someone I knew. episode of Super Megacast. We cried. We just w weren't sure if there was going to be another one. Yeah, people, you had people crying in tears. <laughs> um, and also what you've shown to me is the whole show up at your own funeral thing. No one commented on it. So Some people were like, oh no. Yeah, well, well, how many friends is he? Maybe he doesn't have that many friends on I Facebook. I think he has a lot of friends on Facebook. Maybe not a lot of friends that knew you. 
we went to elementary school together. So we, yeah. Say small town, small town. The algorithm might have just pushed it down. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, the new uh, uh, Facebook algorithm. Yeah, it might have just pushed it down. So that was the first time I've been on Facebook in months, uh, was to go dispel my death rumors. I haven't been on there in the longest time. Last, I need to change my profile picture soon. I think I've had this one for almost two great. years. It looks great. I got to see uh, your mom's annual Thanksgiving post. Good. For, for you. Good, good. With a picture of you in middle school. Very good. With your old Navy shirt on and your braces. Um, I didn't have braces in middle school. I had braces uh, sophomore and junior year of high school. Oh, then it must have been from high school then. You looked good though. Yeah. You've, you've, you've had a, quite the glow up. I, t- I took a while to look like a man. I was looking at know? it and I was like, damn, Ryan has had a glow up. I used Eat. to look like a boy. Now, I'm a man. Do I look like a man? Yeah, a young man. Thank young you. man! Thank you. That means a lot to me. I swear to God, I also saw uh, the other night, I swear, I was in a store, I swear to God, I saw Hobo Johnson. Swear to God. I didn't say anything, obviously, but I- Why not, dude? I didn't know. He's our favorite artist. I didn't know if it was him or not, so I was just, I was just very- uh, How many concerts have we been to? How many? Five or six. Seven. We've been to seven Hobo Johnson shows. Seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck. You say it makes I hear how goofy it is. Hobo Johnson. <laughs> I'll just never forget that I was driving home from work a couple years ago, and and I guess Hobo Johnson had a new uh, EP coming out. Oh, thank God. He had a billboard for it, and it was one of like the lower billboards, so it was like ten feet off the ground, and it was for Hobo Johnson. And all around underneath it was like a homeless camp. So it, it was just a very funny, funny. It was like Hobo Johnson. <laughs> And then just a bunch of homeless people. Uh, I love when uh, I loved when we got billboards to advertise our book. Apparently, we, there's one still up that we, never got taken down. By the way, in the valley. Good. Well, we we were like, ah, they should be up. We were gonna go check them all out. Not one of them was up at any of the locations we yeah, went to. Yeah, because the advertisers like forgot or something. So <laughs> yeah. We drove way out of our way uh, to like. Hollywood and the valley just and to stuff. see the sign because we wanted we to had see all it. the locations of them and we get there and we're like where's our billboard um, we but, wanted to take a picture with it it was a very proud moment it was for a, Matt it were like we have our first billboard this is like a huge moment like who else really gets billboards besides like shitty attorneys and and you know class action lawsuits so and Mr. Beast does he have billboards maybe Markiplier had a billboard in Glendale Markiplier in space yeah I passed you- it Ooh. quite a few times made me very proud but he didn't actually go to space. We did, so ha ha. Yeah. Um, but we'll definitely get some more billboards in the future. But it w- it was nice eventually seeing our billboards. Um, yeah, we did. There was one in South Carolina. There were two in South Carolina. Oh, yeah, I, I in, saw the in one in our on, hometown. We got we got the forty foot one on the freeway. It was a digital one, but I got to see the forty foot one, and that was pretty cool. <sighs> that was very surreal. I was with my sister and her husband, and uh, we drove by, and I looked up, and I just saw I saw this. Saw our faces. Uh, and we're going to have more. Yeah, we will. At some point. For goofy shit, probably. For stupid shit. Or for a second book. Or for a second book. A lot of people on tour were asking or me. Or for a worldwide tour. That's right. Europe. Australia. Don't announce that yet. I would love to do a worldwide tour. China. Would they let us in China? South Korea. They'd let us in South Korea. We could do. What if we did a live one at the DMZ? Taiwan. We could do Taiwan. They'd let us in Taiwan. Iran. Super Ooh. mega does Iran. <laughs> Wait a second. Our Brazilian tour. Listen to a. Dude, I was obsessed with a. Oh, what is it? Uh, fuck. It was because it was in a series of unfortunate events book. It's a South American country. It starts with a P. Peru. I was obsessed with Peru. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was just like. The most magical place, and it still is. Has a bunch of beautiful creatures and fauna. Oh, uh, Tucker's flora, been to Peru whatever. a lot. Yeah, he s- said it is beautiful. Um, I just wanted to show you. Uh, mm-hmm. li- so Lil Pump did an "I'm Back" tour, and I've I've never seen a more ridiculous Lil out Lil there. Pump? Lil Pump. Which one is Lil Pump? Lil okay. Pimp. Remember, he made Gucci I Gang, don't know Gucci it. Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Lil Gang. Little something, little something, big something. All these little something. <laughs> I don't know. No, remember he had that song, Gucci Gang? <laughs> okay. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, yes. Gucci Gang. Yes. And, so, and, I, and he looks familiar, too. So, he made an I'm Back tour. I'm out of water. 
these are the uh, these are the tour dates in order, and I think this is genius tour routing. I think this is what we should do. Poland, Spain, Saudi Arabia, Romania, Slovenia, Mongolia, Japan, Indonesia, Taiwan, Tampa, Florida, Tallahassee, Florida, Brazil. Uh, He's go from Taiwan to Tampa, Florida. Poland to Spain to Saudi Arabia <laughs> to Romania to Slovenia to Mongolia to Japan to Indonesia to Taiwan to okay. Florida. Taiwan to Florida to Brazil to Buenos Aires. It's the weirdest tour routing I've ever seen in my life. I'm excited for it. I think it's over. I'm going to show up. What? I was going to show up to, <laughs> to every venue. Aren't there people who do that? Like, they're, yeah, like, super roadies. fans. Roadies. I had a couple people that, that would come to three shows in a row on my tour. People would do that super mega, and I'm like, well, enjoy seeing the exact same show again. Yeah, they did that for... That was always the that was, that was always like the go to to say whenever people were like, "Who's been like, who's, who's been, been one past shows?" There are people there are people who show up to a lot of our shows. You know, like, I was surprised consecutively. You know, I think if we do another super mega tour, it'd be very successful because I would ask, I'd say, "Who's been to a super mega show?" Very few hands every time, which means, and they were all big super mega fans, Ooh. which means that if we do another tour, all these new people that never got the chance in 2018, 2019, you know. Oh uh, yeah, I mean we could we could uh, play Minecraft live again. We <laughs> we could pray again. We could do a live reading of our book and then play some Minecraft. That's genius. We should have done a book tour where we just read like an hour of it. Where turtlenecks ask questions. So who's read the book for the next book? When we'll it's not that. even out for the next book, we'll do a, a book tour. Okay, a book signing tour. We could sign books. We can do Q and A about the process. Be really pompous and pretentious with turtlenecks, little circular glasses. I'm excited. I, I, I all the covers have, done. I am, just to see all the different like uh, like color arrangements. We got the same artist doing the second cover, and it's in the same style. So all of them are going to be in this in this style, where it's like us on the cover with with whatever's happening in the book in the background. And I am very very I'm so stoked for book number two. Book number two, we have a lot of it planned out. Um, we I still have, have like a bunch of notes on the computer that I want to go back to. We and got look the at. really funny. Because we also got put some ideas for book three, too, because we already kind of, like, we have to <laughs> we're acting like this is some, like, big, thought-out epic. But uh, It kind of is. We, we, mean, we know where three, we're going with it. I'm most excited for book three. Book three is going to be, that'll probably come out in 2024, but that one Maybe. is. Maybe. That one is, that's going to be a, a big one. 2024, I'll be. <gasps> is that when you turn 30? Mm-hmm. That is the year. And on, wait, on your birthday, your 30th birthday is Donald Trump's birthday as well, and he'll be back in office. No, he won't. Not yet. It's 2022 still, right? No, it's 2023. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. For We're minute, heading I, in 24. Nope. 2045, uh, 2025 then. I forgot what year it was completely. It's 2023. God damn. I know, time flies, right? It's crazy. <laughs> COVID happened in 2019? 2020. Okay. 2019 was the last year, then it was into, it was the end of 2019. Jesus. COVID started very early 2020. How does it feel that we're about to be in 2024? 2023. I don't know why. I For some reason in my head, I was like, yeah, it's 2022 still. No. 2023 is next year. I know the same thing happens to me. We're about to hit 2024. Yeah. That's disgusting. I remember... The reason, like, when we worked for Game Grumps, I remember thinking about the future and going, 2023 is so far away, and just thinking about far away years. And now to know that that's just coming up in two months. So, that 2023 is almost done. Yeah. It that's used insane to, to me. It used to be a year where I was like, that's crazy far away. Literally can't believe it. No. And you shouldn't because it's 2022. You bastard. <laughs> I was, dude, you got me so fucking I was seeing how long I could, I, I, I was like, I was like, oh, he's running, he believes it. Yeah, because like. 2022. Does that make you feel better? It does. It See, does. one of the reasons I kept going was because I was like, this is going to feel really good once I, once I reveal <laughs> that it's 2022. Okay, good. It's tw We're heading into 2023. Which is still the far away year that was foretold in the Game Grumps prophecy. Oh, dude, I remember thinking like, damn, imagine 2020. Holy shit. Now it's like fucking. I wonder, like, nah, we're not that old yet. Oh, I say that. Oh my god! But... Well, think about this: if COVID years were high school, we'd be heading into our senior year of COVID. Woo! Think about that. 
Yeah, baby. We we get senioritis. That's the new COVID baby, senioritis. Yeah, it is. I'm showing up to school late. Oh, I'm, I'm skipping. I'm skipping class. I got half days now. I park in the parking lot. I get nightmares still, where I am in high school. Yeah, and I miss classes, and it's like the end of the semester, and I'm like, I haven't shown up to a single class, and I got finals coming up. Fuck. I had a dream last night. That I was like failing, I was failing uh, two college classes my first semester. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to be in so much trouble with my parents. I'm trying to remember, I had some sort of like school dream recently. I hate school dreams so much, dude. And it was very anxiety inducing. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I remember what it was. Actually, it was a good dream. They don't stop. Because it ended, guys. It ended with, a, with, a, with a positive ending. And I, and I woke up feeling relieved and like, ha. Ah. But the process... It was me going, finishing up like a computer type of class and then heading out and going to my next class. But for some reason, while I was walking there, I'm like, wait, I don't even know what my next class is. I don't even know where my next class is. I don't know the layout of this school. Yeah. Like in terms of like where the classes are now. So I'm just like roaming, like trying to rush and I see like a clock. I pass a clock every now and then that's like ticking down. And then I finally uh, go to the front office. I'm like, hey, can I get a copy of my schedule? And they go... Well, you only have one class this year. I'm like, oh, really? They're like, yep. And I'm like, I can just go home. Of course. I mean, if you have nothing else to do, you she can stay a plate for lunch. Of cookies, and she's like, go on. <laughs> I know. I was like, and it just the dream ended with me walking in the sun to my car, and I'm like, that's only, awesome. Only one class. Mine are so stressful. You know what? I haven't had that one dream. I've talked about. It. I used to have this recurring dream multiple times a week where it's like the last day of school, and mm-hmm. I can't find all my stuff to pack up, and then I miss the bus. I haven't had that in a long time. Um, but I have a lot of, so senior year, whole last semester of, uh, AP, uh, lit was, we had to do this huge, uh, paper where we had to pick somebody to interview someone of notoriety in the literature world. So I picked like a, the poet laureate of Brooklyn or something. And I interviewed her and everything. I had like a whole video interview in front of the whole class with her. And I don't think I, I'd never finished it or turned it in. But my teacher just, he liked me. Just kind of let it, I, I don't know. But because I never finished it or turned it in, I have nightmares still to this day where I'm like, <laughs> I got to turn it in. Oh, fuck, I got to turn it in. Even though that was 2014. The bi- the biggest heart attacks I ever had with school was when I was like in college. And I'd wake up and I'd be like, I didn't wake up to my alarm. And I like wake up really comfortably and all of a sudden it's that like, oh, it's, thum- oh, fuck. Oh shit! And then you look, and it's like I remember sometimes I would sleep until like two p.m. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, all my classes are essentially done. The last one is gonna start in twenty minutes. And I'd be so stressed if I missed classes. Well, that's not true. I'd act, I'd skip classes sometimes, but like also <laughs> sometimes think, I would intentionally just be like, my dad would come home. Dude, eight thirty sucked. <laughs> my dad would come home and he'd be like, Hmm, how was class, Ryan? And I like, didn't go. I didn't go. Why? Uh, the the professor canceled. But I could only, I only, I ended up using that excuse a little too many times where my dad's like, really? Although I did have one professor that, like, didn't show up to so many classes that everyone just ended up getting an A. Oh, nice. Because they just, like, they kind of have to because you paid money for it. So they're like, ooh. Like, okay, take a test and uh, I'll give you the answers, essentially. I, uh. Which is I I failed my math class from a mixture of I suck at math and a mixture of, uh. It was at 8.30 in the morning on the all the way other side of campus. So. You at least lived on campus. Yeah, yeah, I did. I lived in Irmo, so oh, that's like yeah. a traffic depending. You lived a little little bit of ways. Yeah, no, I couldn't get my white ass up for class. Um, but damn, um, my biggest panic was showing up like in high school, walking into a class and then fully forgetting that there was a quiz or a test that day. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me. There's that. There's also, like, the homework. Or that was a like, big one. At night, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do, like, one more game, and then I'll do my homework. And then I, like, pl- end up playing, like, hours and hours, end up forgetting that I still have homework to do. I used to do homework a lot, try to get answers from classmates. I remember trying to do that. I remember trying to do it on the bus as fast as I could. I had could. a Facebook group chat for people in my AP stats class where we would just share answers and help each other i would just write in numbers sometimes because i'm like ah fucking i throw in fake work oh yeah because they'd always make you show work so i would just i would do sh- the, on my homework the shittiest fake work that if, if the teacher actually looked at it be like 
But I'm just hoping because they're grading so much. They're just coming around and because you know what you'd, you'd have it on your desk. They walk around and just go. Yep. So I had to put fake. I got called out for the fake work sometimes. They like circle Same. it and be like, "What is this?" I know. I also well, I got in trouble because I got a didn't fool me one time. Ooh, didn't fool me. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. They they took it personally. I uh I got a lot of um, I had to annotate books. So we'd be reading a book or, oh my god, AP Lit. I'm not kidding. I homework. want water. Okay, ad breaks. So, EP, sorry, hold nope, on. Nope, just keep going. <laughs> okay, so AP stat. Nope. English. Nope. Social studies. No. Statistics. Lit. Again. AP lit. My teacher, name this time. my teacher would have us, uh. Oh, lit, literature, English, whatever. No, they're very different. English is about the English language, literature is about books. I know, but like, I think I generally just say it's English clash. Uh, clash, uh. English class. Well, they used to be one of the same, Ryan, until you get to the AP level. You see? That's where the, the separation that's is. That's right. But I they, was, that's why I was in AP World History. Mm-hmm. Instead of AP Lit. Uh, AP Lit, we had to... I'm not kidding. He would... We, so we'd have to read a lot of books. The summer reading list was three books that were, like, that long. Like, one of them was, like, five, six hundred pages. They all have to be fully annotated. Like, every page, take notes on. Which I think annotating books is stupid. And, uh... I was literally like, for homework every night, he'd be like, here's a 60 page uh, thing you have to go print out and read. And it'd be like small ass text. I'm talking like a two hour read for homework, like every night on top of all the other homework we have to do. And uh, you had to annotate it by hand, like circle stuff, highlight stuff, take notes. So I would bullshit. I used to bu yes. I'd yes. bullshit it. On the bus to school, I'd like underline like important parts and just be like. Or something that, like a word that looked big and you'd circle that and be like, interesting. I'd circle, I'd be like, wow. <laughs> I know. Or I'd be, I'd be like, like, also I would just do the most obvious shit. So like if a character's contemplating guilt, I'd circle the paragraph and be like, contemplating guilt? <laughs> My big thing would just be like circling quotes to be like, oh, I have to remember this quote. Like this is an important right. quote. Right, remember. Next but I'd just it. look for quotes and just. <laughs> yeah, but he would. I remember, but he would, he'd, he'd look at it in front of the whole class. And, oh, really? And, and he'd go, like, in front of the class, but Matt, you didn't even try. I, <laughs> you, did, you did this, you did it, you did this earlier this morning, I could tell. I mean, what is this? And he'd, like, read out my annotations to the class, I'm like, come on, come on, you gotta, you gotta put some, some effort in, all right? You're clearly not it's reading, all right, so Matt, come on. embarrassing. At least just to have a one-to-one -one with you. No, he, he, he would do that. I liked him, though. He was, he was, he was one of my favorite teachers. He's a, t he's a tough, he's a tough And person, now I found right? out his son is actually a Meghead. And really? And has our merch. So who won? Exactly. Exactly. Because his credit card was used to buy our merch. Exactly. You know who you are if you are watching this, the son of my my AP Lit teacher, uh, because um, unless you don't watch us anymore because we fell off, I, then we understand. I remember when you were just a little tyke because he'd talk about you as a, as a little boy to the class. Oh. Um. And then now you're watching Super Mega. Wow. No, but but I remember someone messaged me and was like, "Oh yeah, his son uh, has like your merch and and he's a, he's a big Super Mega fan." And I was like, "No way." So look at that. You, Full circle. I'd like to go back to my high school and visit it eventually and, and talk to him. And uh, the whole school. I'd like to do it. Hey, a, guys. I'd love to come as a, like as a, a guest keynote. speaker. My, my old high school, Charleston County School of the Arts. Could I please could I come come do a, a presentation at the school as as an alumni and say, see, guys, if you work hard, you can be a YouTuber like me. I'll do a great. I'll do a great speech about motivation and and see that's what you tell them and then you just perform your latest hits. I'll do a full on concert. <laughs> yeah, you just no. I should concert. I should get there under the premise that like I'm gonna give a speech and get there with all of my like sound equipment and be like, where's, w w what time is sound check, and just like get really mad at them and walk out that they don't have everything ready. I'll show up with like a whole live band. Well, it is a, it is a, they there was a whole band section of the school, so I'm sure they could probably. If anyone that goes to that high school is able to work this out, I'd love to give a speech at my old high school. I will fuck that up. When you perform your music. That you just had an interview with Anthony Fantano. The on Melon. Twitch channel. I yep. did on the, the Melon. The Melon himself. Now, Matt, couldn't help but notice. Uh, you want to make more happy poppy music? I want more fun music. More upbeat shit. It's fun. Some of, okay. Like Star Stud, Work It Out, those are fun songs, I think. I want to make more fun music. I like feel-good fun music, and I accidentally always make sad music. 
I I'm has, not a very sad person. I have said that my favorite part about your stuff are the goofy little like kind of sounds that you put in them. Thank you. That's so. that's 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 what I try to do. I like I like the, the you boop, have boop. satisfying sounds too. Thank you. I like doing goofy little sounds. The one you just did is a is a key. Just I like I like using those. I like going through my instrument libraries and finding ones that I'm like, now that's goofy. That's <laughs> that's fun. That's a fun sound. How is, is it just like a? It's just a sound library. Yeah, so I have just a lot like of what we we use for sound effects, except for just for instruments. So okay. I have a lot of plugins. Um, shout out Korg; they make the best instrument plugins. Crichton Wave Station, very good for those trying to make music. But they have a lot the of Thor uh, Ragnarok character. No, K Korg, K O R G. Korg is that a character? The Thor Ragnarok character that's played by director. It's a synthesizer. Taiga Watiti. He plays a character named Korg. Mm-hmm. Does he? Does he? He's make a any? rock man. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, then that would be. Oh wait, rock like rock and roll? No. Oh, like a like a like a stone. Oh, I was gonna say then man. that's a, maybe Korg is his name. If he was a rock man, it'd be a reference to the synthesizer brand Korg, which no. makes a lot of plugins. But Korg, in Thor Ragnarok, is goofy and has an Australian or New Zealand accent. New Zealand. Uh, but yeah, no. I just basically it's like I have these thousands of instruments and I'll just go through and press and he a key. Helps just, Thor. Okay. <laughs> I'll just go and go, I just boom, love to keep boom, it boom, boom, until I find a sound I like and then I'll tweak it and make it all all goofy. I really like the instruments that a artist named Jack Stauber uses. He uses a lot of goofy instruments. You should add a clown shoe sound effect to the next one. <laughs> oh, well the next project I'm working on, I want you on it. Because I'm doing like a like a little I was on I was in your last album. You were. You were on See You There. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm working on a I'm had a solo. You do. It is technically a solo. <laughs> yeah. It's a vocal solo. I'm doing a uh, like a goofy, fun, just EP rap, like rap, meme rap type EP. Because I love doing that stuff. So I want to. I want to. You like when rap. I rap? Yeah, I want you. you like on when it. I rap to you? Yeah, I want it. I want you on it. I could scat to you too. Yeah, you could. You can have a scat song. You want Ooh. a scat solo on it? <laughs> of course. First take only. <laughs> was it? Is it Nathan Fielder who has the? Oh, or who uh, is it that has side the, of smooth? <laughs> is that him? Dude, I forgot. We used to love that song. Um, oh, dude, yes, yeah, side, side of smooth. That, that was like the name of that their band. <laughs> it was a uh, morning walk by Side of Smooth. This. Oh, dude, this was great. <laughs> I love Such this a good, shit. And then Nathan Fielder comes in. Go watch the video right now. Actually, in one of the Markiplier challenge videos where we had to put headphones in, Ron and I are both listening to that video. Because we, we had a period when we lived Are we laughing and giggling? We loved that video. Still do. It's it's a good video. I got I, We got a lot of, uh, not promising anything, but, but we want to do a lot with... Uh, I really want to dip our toes deeper into sketch comedy next year. Did you hear a door knock? I did hear a door knock, and we have motion at the office. There is motion at the office. I bet Leighton ordered some coffee or something. I'm going to tell him to go away. Some coffee? What should I say? What should I say? Oh, they're already walking away. Hey! (laughs) They stopped. Oh, no. They went. (laughs) Thank you! There we go. You didn't want to see their reaction. They were too far away. <laughs> they were like out in the street at that point. <laughs> they turned. They stopped and turned around. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so if I was dropping, if I was dropping food off and I heard, hey, I'd be like, huh? The fuck? But they know that it's coming from the room. The room. The the door. Yeah, but well, I don't doorbell. have to go out and deal with it. I'm in this cozy ass podcast recording room. Not my problem. <laughs> it's Layton's problem. <laughs> yeah, I. uh... I just I'm 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 dying to do two things, and that's drink a beer and have some sex. But I'm also have you dying. Done any of them yet today? Not today. Oh, what do you think I'm waiting for this podcast to be done for? True. Uh, I want to work on book two, and I really want to uh, work on another another little project with you. We've been talking about, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be fun. That I would will. that would be the most fulfilling project we've ever done. I think. Yes, but as we've learned. Talking about things we want to do openly. I want to. I want to keep this one We're under shooting wraps. ourselves in the foot. I want to keep. I want to keep this one project under wraps. I want it just to be it's, for you and me. It is this the next big project? Is this the big project? Wait, what did the big project come out? 
What is know. the big project? We leave that up to you guys. To decide. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's whatever your interpretation of the big project is. This this uh, podcast episode could be the big project. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this would be the big project, though. Yeah, it this, would be. This is project. a big project. The book was a big project. That was a very big project. Going to space was a big project. And people are like, well, is this the big project? We've done we a million to, big projects. We had to go all the way to space. We, we've we've done a million big projects, we but everyone's training. just looking for the big project. Maybe all of this is the big project. Take a, take a step back. The, all of this is the big project. Maybe the big project is all the megheads you met along the way. Might be. Might be. All the, all the megheads. I love the megheads. The megheads are great. Yeah. Fantastic people. When they're hooting and hollering. Yeah. I'd assume like a live show when they're continuously cutting us off and screaming and hooting and hollering. When, love uh... It. I saw it. it was pretty cool. Someone was filming with a D, uh, DS. Every single show, people had their 3DSs up. <laughs> That's, it's, do you think it's like it was a domino effect? Because yeah, one, one person, person did it, it, and then they're like, I'm going to fucking do it. I watched a video. It's that, also like, why not? It's That's a cool way to kind of remember it's funny. something. Not much to remember, though, because I watched one of the videos. It's in low light. So you just see like a blob like stuttering on stage, and it's just... <laughs> you can't even hear any of the audio because it's so, so this loud. This is the Matt Watson concert. What do you think? Check it out. <laughs> think you want to go next time? I need to you, put those on Twitter and tag me so I can use those as promotion. <laughs> yeah, those are. I'll, I'll cut a little. Uh, I'll cut a little thing together of the D, of the 3ds videos. <laughs> that would be sick. They are. There's How no, do you get them off of the? Probably SD card. You know. Well, I got off using my 3ds. No, ew. What, dude? Labia.com? <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Wait, what? Did you jailbreak the DS to go? No, you can go. You can, you can go on the internet. I remember when I was in middle school on my DSI, labialounge.com. <laughs> I never, I I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Internet. I went on a website called, because you can only look at images. So I, I just went to labialounge.com and I looked at pictures of pussies. Ooh, are you getting a phone call? Is it the president? It's your mom. Answer, you dude. keep her on hold. She's been, dude, she's been calling me asking, why isn't Ryan replying? Are you trying to play hard to get her something? Did you get in a fight? What's going on? I need Magician to know what's going never on. reveals his secrets. I, it's it's getting to a point where it's upsetting me. Sorry. I need to know, dude. You're upsetting her. You're causing emotional distress to her every day for the last, like, four or five days. You just ghosted her. Are you ghosting her? Do you not want to talk to her anymore? Just gotta... Luke! That was Luke. FaceTiming the damn computer. It wasn't Luke. If that's what you're thinking. <laughs> So what's going on with my mom? That was definitely Luke FaceTiming you then. No, it wasn't. Then why did the computer immediately Luke FaceTime? Coincidence. Because right after you hung up. Coincidence. I don't think it was coincidence. Mm -hmm. What's going on with my mom, Ryan? Coincidences happen every day. It's a coincidence that you and I ended up here together and no. we didn't even know each other. No, it was pure we hard work and talent. That's what it was. There was no luck or coincidence involved. <laughs> it's mostly luck. It's, no, it's mostly hard work and talent, Ryan. It's 95% luck and then 5% dedicated overworking yourself like a pack well, mule. Well, that 95% that luck mainly came in the form of when Markiplier got us the books on how to be funny. Your connections. If, if, we, if we hadn't gotten that book on how to be funny, we wouldn't be here today. Well, it's, it's that and God, he gave us some great hair care and skin care techniques. Oh, dude, we would look awful if he hadn't done that. No one would want to look at these mugs if we didn't have Markiplier's <laughs> secret skincare and hair care. Sit down. We're like at a circular table. Ryan, you need to be applying folic acid. Do you to know your what skin. this is? It's like, Any, anyone. <laughs> it's like horribly mismatched foundation. <laughs> it's like completely wrong skin tone. This is called foundation, Ryan. It's like orange. <laughs> Now you want to accent your eyes. Imagine Markiplier putting makeup on himself really, like, confidently, and all the colors are mismatched. It's horrible. I know you're scared of lipstick like a little Nancy boy, Ryan, but this, I think this is your tone. Is it, is it the presence of, like, a man's lips make you more comfortable? Not the feminine allure of red lipstick, which is supposed to entice men? Why is Because that? it simulates the lips getting flushed. Is that what it is? Uh, with, or uh, uh, not flushed, getting, getting, uh, blushed, red. I think flushed. From blushed. arousal. 
Does that happen to women when they're turned on? That's what on? Jordan Peterson says. So I gotta believe him. simulates uh, when a woman's aroused. Dude, he's a fucking goddamn genius. I gotta believe it. I That's gotta true. believe it. He's uh, he's kind of like a... Uh, an Einstein, a Hawking, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He is up, up there with Hawking for me. There's Peterson, there's Hawking, there's Einstein. Tyson. Tyson, if I, how could I forget Tyson? Nye. Nye. There's a lot more. Dawkins. Dawkins. Hitchcock. Hitchens. 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 Yeah, Hitchens. Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> Dawkins was the atheist, right? Yeah, so is Hitchens. I mean, they're pretty smart dudes, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, when you write, I don't. I, when you write articles for the Times, like why women aren't funny. Who wrote that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dawkins? If it was for the Times. It, no, no, no. It was uh, it was Hitchens. Oh, he's got a point. He's and then a smart man. The SNL cast, I think, came together and did their own photo shoot, being like, "We're funny," and they, they were funny. See, that's. See, here's the thing. When someone writes an article on why women aren't funny, honestly, it's doing us no good for the SNL female cast to get together and and, and do a photo shoot. Maybe I'm misremembering. Christopher Hitchens. No, I think one of them did write an article like that, and he was 100% spot on. Oh, it was like how they they can't be funny because because biologically they're not meant to be funny. Humor is a man's thing. They don't have to attract men with their humor. They attract men with their physical forms. Uh, why women aren't funny. What makes the female so much deadlier than the male? With a cis... Okay, cool. Who was this, Hitchens? Yeah, this was Hitchens. Ain't he died? Yes, he died. Of, uh, cancer, I believe. Do you think he made right with God before he died? I don't think so. There, He was actually questioned about it in a Q&A. On if he would make right with God and, before and, passing? And he said that if I were to somehow, you know, relinquish his sins and... Devote himself to God on his deathbed. He would. He said it would be nothing more than just like the inane ramblings of a dying man in his last five minutes. Would it make any difference though? Because if he dies an atheist, he's going to hell. What difference does it make if he prays in the last second? He'll go to heaven. Exactly. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. I think Jesus should save everyone. I don't think. I think discriminating is. You know, there's so many religions out there, and a lot of them. You know, if God truly was loving, wouldn't he allow all of his children? Into heaven? Well, he Not used to allow all of them until fucking Lucifer went and backstabbed him. And now he's all, he's like, I can't, I can't trust no one no more. He has, he has one bad friend and, and ruins it for everyone. He needs yeah. to get over that, Lucifer. Maybe more than a friend if he's holding this much of a grudge. Is That's all true. Because, you know, usually you can get over a, a bad friendship, but a relationship, that, that one could stick around. Yep. Yeah. The Archangel. Why was he chosen as the archangel? I don't know. Was Do he the know? archangel, Lucifer? What is what? What does that even mean? Special angel. Special. A big, uh, uh, My little special echelon. angel, Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer is a badass name for an angel. Yeah, but like, it's not the. It's not. It's a badass name for an angel, but like a good angel. It's a badass name. Well, it's it's just, Lucifer. Well, it only sounds bad because societally you've been taught that Lucifer True. is evil ever since I was a boy. If we grew up in a different Satan, the devil, Lucifer. Think, think about this: if we grew up in a different timeline where Gabriel was Lucifer, you would be like Gabriel. That's a bad name. Gabriel's a really bad name, and Lucifer would just sound normal. Yeah, we all like have things that are synonymous, right? Like snakes. Wait, there is a really funny. Uh, I think it's in the Book of Mormon. The There's Democrats. A, yeah. y- yes. I think in the Book of Mormon, there's a really funny angel name. Hold on a second. Nemi? No, there's there's Moroni. Moroni. There, there is Moroni. Moroni. No, damn it. There, no, 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 no. There was like Moroni. An, there, there's there's like an angel or a philosopher that had like one of the funniest names I've ever heard. Dobby. Wait, wait, wait. I think Luke knows it. The house elf. Time, Luke. What about what about? Damn it. Uh. Captain David Jones. What about uh Captain Richard Phillips? <laughs> Hold on. I think Luke was the one that taught me this. Hello? Hey Luke, what was it you who taught me about the really funny name of like an angel or a philosopher or something? 
Oh no, you're thinking of Longinus who stabbed Jesus Christ. What? Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Thank you, Luke. Wait. When did Jesus get stabbed? When he was up on the cross. The guy that stabs him in the liver was named Longinus. <laughs> Longinus? <laughs> I knew Luke would come through with that. <laughs> yeah, dude, look. Uh. <laughs> Longinus, soldier. His name was fucking Longinus. Imagine being stabbed by a dude named Longinus. <laughs> Dude, not my white ass getting stabbed by Longinus. <laughs> Fucking Longinus, that's genius. <laughs> Can't make that shit up, dude. Longinus. Oh, is the name given to the unnamed Roman soldier who pierced? Wasn't even his real name. Everyone after the fact was like Longinus. <laughs> Let's give him a funny name. Uh, Show no respect to this man. Okay. Well, guys, that's all the time we got for today's episode of Super Mega Cast. I wanted to talk about Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ. There's an after hours. Okay. We'll talk about it there. If anyone's interested to hear us talk about Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, you can go to our Patreon, five bucks a month, and you can watch all the after hours. You can get the podcast early. Yep. No ads. Nope. As well as the uh, monthly Q&A videos we do with you guys and a bunch of other bonus content. Extended, un- uncut versions of the mailroom videos, early stuff, ex- just extended of, of multiple videos. It's fun. It's good stuff. So yeah. go, go support the boys. But you're not... Uh paying so this is where it ends this is where it ends for you you peasants uh, i don't know people have been saying that the after hours is like 10 times funnier than the actual podcast we have busted out some really funny moments on the after hours that i'm yeah. like damn that would have been good on the main one but i guess you guys get it on the after hours i love you guys it's a shame for those who don't have an income to support us yeah well you guys should probably get a job you know <laughs> i'm just playing i love you guys Bye. we'll see you next week bye <laughs> Matt and Ryan, that was not funny. But I love Super Mega. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.